on the twelfth day of Christmas my true love gave to me down edge and a partridge in a pear tree. Yes, hey. it is episode 12 of Life Downloaded and we have got a cracker, did you see what I did there, for you in this episode. It is our Christmas episode! Hurrah! Which, which I've just realised is genuinely 12 days away from Christmas. Really? Oh, see, it's, it's like a Christmas miracle. Uh-huh. And, you know... As we do Christmas miracles here, we've bought you one of the best Christmas presents we could find because we are joined by the amazing Adam Pearson Yay! this podcast. So listen after this musical interlude. Well, hey there, everybody. Guess what? It's time for episode 12 of Life Downloaded. How are you doing, Miss Rink? I'm good, but I'm really upset because it's actually Friday the 13th and not the 12th of December, and I want it to be the 12 12 days, even though it's our 12th episode. We kind of effed that up a little bit, didn't we? We did, we did. Should we just lie and say that we actually recorded this on the 12th? Well, people will kind of know that we haven't now. Okay, but let's, go, just... let's go back. And welcome to episode 12, <laughs> recorded on the 12th. And it's the 12 days of Christmas. No, and it, I'm really well. I'm really well, apart from that um, epic failure there. That's all good. That's all good. But, guys, as much as it is Friday the 13th, this is probably the last time Sam and I will get together before Christmas. So this is officially the Christmas edition of life downloaded. Yeah, don't be too upset. Don't be too <laughs> upset. We will be back in the new year, but I, for one, need a bloody break. Um, not not a physical one. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Having brittle bones. Um, although I normally fracture around Christmas. I remember my bitch of a sister. She always used to open my Christmas presents. Like How because dare I used, she? Well, because I used to be in plaster. She's like, I'll open it for you, Samantha. <laughs> My sister doesn't speak like that, but she does, <laughs> she does now. Do you know what my sister also used to do? She used to get my presents from under my parents' bed and show me what I got and then said, at surprise, at surprise on Christmas Day. Oh, wow. So I, um, yeah, so Christmas was a completely ruined for me growing up. Um, it's, it's, it's amazing how normal and well-rounded I <laughs> <Yeah>. turned out. <laughs> um, but today is special because not only are you and I here, Indeed. which is, you know, winning all round, but we have a special guest. We do. We have, in fact, bought you an early Christmas present here at Life Downloaded. We are bringing you Hollywood royalty, no less. Man famous for film, television, Brad Pitt. documentaries. Not Brad Pitt, oh. but probably just as attractive, <laughs> let's be fair. We have bought you, lovely Life Downloaded listeners. Drum roll, drum roll. <laughs> the amazing Adam Pearson. Welcome to Life Downloaded, Adam. Hey, 
I'm, I'm practically sat on Adam's lap right now because we're sharing a mic. And it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, yeah, no, like early, early Christmas gift, but we kept the receipt, so it's all, <laughs> it's all good. So, so can I, can so I, I take you, you back? Take yeah, I return back. you. I can return you. Can, you. You can take me back to where I came from, but I don't think my mum will be too happy. Oh, <laughs> so it's amazing to see you, and thank you to, for coming to Shez Samantha. That's a really... That's Shay, Shay, Samantha. Shay, Samantha. Shay, Samantha. Um, honestly, I've got a degree in French as well. So I don't... <laughs> <laughs> that was shocking. I've just got to go hide under the table. Um, yeah, it's great to have you here because we've been seeing each other quite a lot recently, uh, which Indeed. is nice. Um, Mostly because, A, we've got the same agent, which is fab, lovely Andrew Roach. So um, we rendezvous um, at the same events. But but, but yeah, also because um, we've been invited to some amazing events um, Mm -hmm. as of late, all to do with, obviously, the zeitgeist of our era, inclusion and diversity. Those, those words like that, words? that are slowly yeah. losing all Yes, meaning. they really are. So, yeah. um, before we get on to uh, talking about an event that we, myself and Dan and Adam, we all attended. I know. We, I know. It, it was, was like, like we it was like the Power Rangers really all in was. one room. It really was. <laughs> <laughs> before we get to talking about that, it is Christmas. It is our Christmas edition. Do it do is do our do 12th do episode. We, do oh, do you know, do. I think that's quite a nice little number. Indeed. Um, but what are we all doing? for Christmas. What are you doing for Christmas, Sam? So normally I'd be led on a beach in Mexico, but unfortunately my mother dearest, who I do love dearly, I think she had her nose put out of joint a little bit because I just kept buggering off to Mexico. Um, without her? Without her. <gasps> How dare I know. <laughs> so I am making the short train ride up to lovely Lancashire and spending some quality time with Mama Renk. Um and I'm actually in, through the power of social media um, I have reconnected with a few school friends um, so I've said uh, you know hey if you're around let's go for drinks and also Cameron Cameron who did our lovely visuals oh for, yes the lovely Cameron yeah for Life Downloaded from um, t- ten, 10 Studios he owes, Studio 10 uh, Studio 10 there you go mm. he owes me um, a butter pie and for a butter a pie butter pie that sounds like it's oh, good for your heart oh, health oh I just love a butter pie that so. sounds like it's good for your cardiac so the southerners will not understand a butter pie is like a pie like you know meat and potato pie mm. but with no meat in it's like sauteed uh, p- potato slices okay um, but with butter melted butter and like onions sauce inside okay and so kind of like a pie version of, and I'm going to sound really middle class here I'm not I'm just well educated when it comes to food kind of like a, a pie version of a dauphinoise yes but more buttery Okay. That sounds amazing. It's, it's, no, but I swear it's like sex, but better. I swear. Um, so, yeah, I'm really... Cute. Uh, yeah, it really is. What, uh, what, I what, what type of sex you, do I have? Are you doing um, it right? I probably not. I don't know. Like, uh, you'll have to show me if I'm doing it right. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. I know. Yeah, that's, so, a, that's a whole different show. <laughs> Let me get my phone. Um. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I've, I'm actually pretty exhausted. I googled the symptoms of exhaustion, and I tick about 70% of the symptoms. So, I think it's my body saying... 
do nothing for a few weeks. So I'm 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 actually really glad. Uh, my mum lives out in the middle of nowhere, so literally I won't be able to do much, which is which will be fine. I think I need that. I think you need a proper break uh, and just rest and mind, body, and soul. And I probably won't have good internet connection. Um, so uh, yeah, I will be I'll be like crying after two days. Uh, but yeah, no good. I'm looking forward to it, and I'm gonna just eat and drink because that's what you're supposed to do at Christmas. Uh, yes. How about you, Adam? What is what happens in the Adams household? So we have it in Croydon. So it's uh, me, the twin mum, dad, and then her sister, come her sister, my aunt comes over with her husband, and their daughter, and their dog. So it's seven people and a dog. Amazing. Or, nice. or eight people if you're my aunt. Oh. <laughs> I know, like massive bone of contention. It's like dogs a person or not. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but my Lola's a do, baby. Does does the dog sit at the Christmas dinner table? God no. Okay, <laughs> good. Just thought I'd check. No, no, no. no. There's, there's a line in the sand down that I draw when it comes to pets, and that's definitely definitely I love animals before yes. everyone starts tweeting me. <laughs> <laughs> Adam hates animals. Yeah. Just, I think we just need to respect the hierarchy and the circle of life. Indeed. Indeed. And, and you know, we'll, we'll, we eat, we you know, eat, drink, be merry, play some board games. I'm mm-hmm. gonna... Board games? So, like, this is a new concept, because I don't, I don't know whether it's because my mum's German and my stepdad's Algerian and, and they're just a bit awkward um <laughs> no i'm not, not saying all germans or all germans are awkward just just my family just that uh, particular just that one, particular right? one. <laughs> uh, but i don't know board games i don't know i don't think we really play board games is that uh, do you do that is yeah that, is that d- a proper is that a british thing we definitely play because i think it reaches the point that you know whether whether you watch the queen's speech or not that it's it's that lull, especially if you have your Christmas dinner at, at lunchtime rather than sort of in the e- evening. Everybody's sort of food comered. Everybody may or may not have watched the Queen's speech accordingly. Generally, it's on in my house because my nan won't miss it. Um, Good old nan. Yeah, I love my nan's bits. She's terrible at charades, but that's neither here oh, nor there. I would demonstrate, but you can't really show. <laughs> you can't really show that on a podcast. The limitations of my media. Indeed, I've indeed. Indeed, but yeah, so like I'll quite often like play cards or or if somebody gets a new board game for Christmas, we might pull that one out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm that guy. Like, I'm, I'm I mean, all into like the geeky, yeah, geeky joke. So I've, I've got, I've just acquired. I've had Cards Against Humanity for a while. I love Cards Against but Humanity. But I've just picked up the Disney version, the Harry Potter version. That's a Disney version, And the Mike. Avengers version. Oh, wow. Um, I've got it in my bag, oh, actually. We, don't, we, don't, we should, no, we no, should no, play no, on no. the podcast. No, because this will end up being like, and now we can do strip, uh, strip <laughs> card game. I know, I know, I know what's going to be happening here. Um, but again, nobody can see the wrong medium. Yeah, nobody would know if we were naked or not. <laughs> we, we might be naked right now. Yeah, no, it's very true. <laughs> well, well, reason, I know, well, exactly. <laughs> there's a reason they call me elephant man, and it's not my face. <laughs> hey. Hey. No, um, uh, well, that's staying. Who knows? I love, of course. I love, I love Christmas. I always, I, I, I like 
decorations. I like the feel for it. I think I used to spend a lot of Christmases in Germany and they go all out in yeah, Germany. Yeah, it's and, you know, um, brought up Catholic, so it was very much about going oh, to... Yeah. Did you ever go to a midnight mass? Uh, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. See, my, um, my nan is also Catholic, so midnight mass was a regular feature. But it's, in, pretty, in like, it's beautiful. You can't deny, regardless of, you know, whether you have religious beliefs or not, going to a church around the festive times, you know, it's it's it, there's something quite peaceful and quite calming mm. and you can be with your own thoughts we were talking before um you know kind of do, doing this podcast we said about being more mindful in the in the in the moment yeah and being getting present. away from the digital for a while yeah and, and, it's, yeah. and I, I like carol service on that we did the scope carol service last year yes we did mm. and it was gorgeous it was beautiful and did, like, did like get so, an invite this year did we scope no. um uh, have no, they no. fired out invites yet now? Are, they do, are they doing one because i didn't get one either because we all we all do lots of work for scope around this table yeah we it, do. it's like we know each other uh, <laughs> but but, don't all the same when people know each other. I thought that was Yeah, great. we all do, don't we? Yeah. We all hang around yeah. with each other. Apparently. It's not true. Yeah, um, no, no, I no. mean, Adam, let's face it. We we got talking on Twitter prob same way that I did with Sam actually. We got Stalked talking on, we got, Twitter. I did not stalk you. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah, we got we got talking on I mean we actually met at a scope event for the first time, I think. Think so. Good memory, good memory. I think so. In Sorry, I'm there going, just we whispering. I'm like, I need, <laughs> I need to speak up. I am on a podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, Adam, you and I sort of exchanged and liked each other's tweets for a bit. And we've actually tried for months to get into the same room. And like over the last couple of months, we keep bumping into each other. Yeah, it's like I can't get rid of you now. It's just this weird... Do you regret it now? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. And, we, and we've been aware of each other for, for quite a while. Because... Mm. I, before I kind of did the whole on-screen kind of malarkey, I was a, in production, kind of behind the scenes, on um, Channel 4 The Undateables. Yes. And didn't we film with you for series... Yes, it, was, it wasn't a pleasant experience. I'm no, not no, you were the Undateables. I filmed, no, he wasn't, he didn't I, I filmed for the first series and told them to pull, pull my footage. Oh, wow. Because it was that unpleasant. Oh, wow. Yeah. We, 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 just, just to put we, it in context, The Undateables is a TV show that uh, matches disabled people on dates, basically. With, with either disabled or non-disabled yeah, people. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's... The first series was like a real learning curve for, for everyone. And mm. I, I was there just to kind of make sure people weren't kind of boarding up or saying offensive things mm. inadvertently and, and all that jazz. And then it got better and then I stepped away. And and now it's just it, it, it rolls on. I have very little to, to do, do with it, it now. Mm-hmm. I'm not entirely sure I like it as much as I do when I worked on it. I'm yeah. not entirely sure it's as good as it used to be. No, I mean I'll be honest, you know, because that's what this podcast is about. I am not a fan due to my personal experience. Um, and I and it, if it had been me who was across you, mm. I guarantee it would have been better. Can I pry a little bit into that, Dan? You can. Because I can't stand the show, and that's my own reasons. And I know that a lot of um, parents have kind of challenged me because parents that have got particularly children with learning disabilities have challenged me because for them, it's like watching a show like that, they see it as a beacon of hope, and it's quite cutesy. And, you know, um, I'm sure a lot of people who go on the show um, get something out of it. But for me... Um, I have just many issues with the whole premise 
of, right, you have a show for you people and you can't be included in other shows, so mm. we'll segregate you. Um, I, I just, I don't <clears> know. <throat> and I, I know how cruel the wider society can be. Mm. And even if, um, you know, for the disability community, it, it was a pioneering series, I know full well there'll be about 70% of people that will kind of mock, see that and watch that purely to mock or there's car crash type TV. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you know it's quite, yeah exactly, it, exactly. So so um that they're my views, but I, I really want to hear your experience because this is brand new information. Ah well, um, I'm not dogging on my employers like by the way. No, and this is my. I will well, openly this is say. Thing to throw out there, indeed, because people will hear this. Hopefully, mm. people who are involved with the show. Indeed, and this will be a learning experience. I mean and, this and a, and a bit of loving. This is loving correction, isn't it? Indeed. This is not a rant. Indeed. Yeah. And, you know, I will openly say that I, I'd i never crossed paths with Adam, so Adam had no influence on this or what whatsoever, and Adam and I are firm friends. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I my agent rang me and said they were making the show. I was single at the time, and I went, yeah, why not? I might meet somebody nice, was kind of the theory, more than the actual TV stuff. Um... But because as the process went on, um, I was consistently questioned as to whether I was on the show to further my career as a performer or because I actually genuinely wanted to be on the show. And then the the crew that I was working with would pitch questions to me when talking to camera in an extremely leading way. So... I'm very open in the fact that I still live with family, um, in the fact that, you know, I'm an actor, I'm broke, it helps me keep my overheads down, it's cheaper, it helps me out in terms of like PA type stuff because my family helped me out, it just makes sense for me. And this will tell you how long ago it was, so this is, the show might be very different now because I was 27 at the time. Getting You're old. a lot older now. I am. Um, just, just if you wanted clarification yeah, on that. Th- thanks for that, love. You're welcome. This is series one. <laughs> it was series one. Of exactly. ten. Of ten, exactly. <laughs> so that, that pretty much levels it out. Um, and so I was asked... So, uh, one of the questions I will never forget to this day is, all right, Dan, so you're 27, you love superheroes, and you live with your mum. Do they word it like that? Exactly like that. And I went, nope, turn the cameras off, not doing it. Because <laughs> you're trying to lead that down a pathway and that's not me, that's not fair, that's, you know. Well, it's a generalisation, isn't it, really? Exactly. And um, it was pigeonhole. And, exactly. Um, but I think, you know, I think all television, they've got their agenda. But, but, but that, <laughs> that, isn't, that isn't even the best story. Go okay. for it, go for it. This this you you'll love this one, Adam. I don't know if you heard this story. You might have done if you were working on it at the time. But because I am very much a superhero fan, um, they thought it might be a good idea to take me to London Comic Con to try and meet a woman at London Comic Con. Now, trying to meet somebody at a con is generally crazy anyway, because there's thousands of people trying to meet somebody with a con while somebody's walking behind you with a TV camera (laughs) going, yeah, I'm looking for a date is even more crazy. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, and like, I'm not the natural kind of guy that can just 
walk up to a woman I find attractive because I, I am straight, um, which is important for this story. Um, <laughs> I thought you were just laying that on, oh, on no, the no. table. Uh... No, no, it's important for this story. Well, um, I'm a punk. I know. I am. <laughs> 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 Sorry, lads. And Ben, better luck next time. Um, so, yeah, it's complicated enough as it is. And so, like, and I'm not the type of guy to randomly walk up to a woman and be like, I think you're really good looking. Do you want to go on a date? It's not how I work. <laughs> do you know Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's kind of what they wanted for, for TV. They wanted me randomly walking up to women and being like, do you want to go on a date? Could, wasn't really hacking it. So the, the crew that were with me said, how about we talk to people first, let them know what's going on. And then if they're up for talking to you, like because they see you from a distance, we'll bring them over. And I'm like, yeah, all right, we'll, we'll try it that way. So... There is, a, there is a trend at Comic Cons called cosplay. Yes. Mm-hmm. And this is where... I love cosplay. You love cosplay, right? So That doesn't surprise me in the slightest. I but, know, right? <laughs> for those that aren't have never heard the term cosplay before, it's basically where people dress up as their favourite characters from comics, movies, whatever games, whatever genre they're into when they go to conventions like this. So, obviously, there's a bunch of people cosplaying all the way around the convention. And there's somebody cosplaying as Harley Quinn, which um, has been made famous by Margot Robbie. But it was the more traditional comic book Harley Quinn in, in the full jester's outfit rather than... Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn from Suicide Squad with the baseball bat and the I hat. know what that is. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm cracking with you. Yeah? <laughs> so... In, in the comic books, though, she traditionally wore, like, a full jester's outfit. Yeah. So they, they talk to this Harley Quinn, and this Harley Quinn comes over, and I start... They've obviously sort of pitched it, and I start talking to the, this Harley Quinn. And when I'm, ans- when I'm asking questions, I'm not getting a vocal response back. They're just sort of nodding and smiling, and I'm like, well, that's a bit strange. And then I clicked in. It wasn't a man, was it? It was... Did they, did they do it on purpose or did they get that wrong? I have no oh idea. But, you know, all, play, all fair play to the dude. He wants to cosplay Harley Quinn. All power to his elbow. No question. Yeah, yeah. But I'm a straight man looking for a date. And the, yeah. the producing crew have just brought me over a guy dressed I mean, as Harley I really, Quinn. I really hope that was a genuine <laughs> ignorant mistake. And if not, that was a poor grasp at trying to get, um, you know, a sensational uh, piece of... Television, wasn't it really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, so runners, so, runners. <laughs> I know runners. So, so like, as you can tell, my my personal experience <laughs> of the Undateables was not a pleasurable one. Bless you. Well, I mean, speaking of television and on screen, we've all doubled. We've all had our uh, on screen time, and Indeed. with that, we are all um, activists and we are all campaigners. Um, and we all recently attended a an event held by help me help me with this it was held by the ITV and the ITV, BBC ITV the BBC and Viacom but that didn't and get Viacom. announced and I well, was on ITV I was BBC Viacom and, Viacom and the Cultural Diversity Network oh well done for remembering that I was mm. keynote speaker and I can't even remember the title of it um, but um, I wanted doubling to... disability I believe that was it so it basically uh, all the broadcasters were trying to come together to say what they have achieved what they would still need to achieve and to basically pick 
us for ideas or help them to um, um, be more inclusive mm-hmm. and uh, not be shockingly rubbish with re- representation as they as they really are still. So both, I, yeah, and, both yeah. in front and behind the camera. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And if you're hearing that description and thinking that sounds like exploitation... That's because it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there was a few things that popped up. I mean, my keynote speech was, was amazing. Was phenomenal, yes. It was um, incredible. I, I, enjoyed, <laughs> I enjoyed with Adam being called disability royalty. It was, Obviously. It was a, we, are, we are gods. Yeah. <laughs> that word. There you um, go. I, I appreciated that. So, Thank you. Uh, um, so let's, which, let's, let's which clarify. Which gods to be <laughs> Indeed. Let's, let's clarify. So I, I, I repeatedly get simmer down boys i feel like i need to do a teacher thing with you um i repeatedly get told that my profile isn't big enough and a lot of other d- disabled people do the same you know that but my argument is it's a vicious cycle if you're not going to give us opportunities mm-hmm. and if we can't go to um you know stage school because the bloody stage school isn't accessible how are we going to get a big profile yeah. apart from you know if you are maybe a young youtuber and hats off to you but not everyone has that skill or or, or wants to necessarily go down that route to you know create content uh, that will get you that platform mm. um so that really annoyed me um because you know i've been at this for a good eight years now like really slogged away at it and for someone to go oh well your profile's not that big enough well actually you know amongst the disability community a lot of people know who i am you know what I mean? And a lot of people know who Dan is. A lot of people know who Adam is. And that's where I said, you know, on stage that, you know, to to that section of the, the community, we are, I mean, I was being like, you know, facetious, but uh, we are, we are like gods. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I'm not, what, what is it when you... Blasphemous. Yeah, I'm not blasphemous. Sorry, anybody. Not blasphemous um, or narcissistic. But it was, it was, I was trying to make a point. Just because non-disabled people are so ignorant to our community doesn't mean that we are a nobody. Mm. Um, so that really rattled my cage. Um, and to add insult to, or salt to the womb, um, there was a TV programme that I, I got put on. I really enjoyed it. I was supposed to be back on and then I heard it. It was like complete silence and the reason was because my profile's not big enough they didn't want to get me back on and then right at the end of the 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 event they actually played they actually played my um my appearance on this particular tv show oh yes um as a as a shining example of how inclusive they are. Uh, they are. Is, oh, yeah. Is this program called Tight Men? Or yes. Is it something a bit further away? Something, something a bit, yeah. It's not called Tight Men. It's not called Tight Men. But um, I just wanted to... There was a lot of talk about something called a passport. Yes. Uh, Dan, do you want to explain what a passport system is? I was uh-huh. in the room. I got no fucking <laughs> <laughs> You were okay. asleep in the corner, weren't you, <laughs> So basically, um, this is something... This is probably really technical and boring, so I will try and sum it up as succinctly as I can. But essentially, between the broadcasters, both for on-screen and off-screen talent, the industry is looking at developing a passport system for those of us with impairments um, because we all have different requirements and adjustments. So, in turn... I'm sorry, Adam's trying to open a, a, a chocolate <laughs> under the table, trying not to make noise. So if you do hear a rustling, um, that's what that is. Will you hurry up and eat it? Because Dan is explaining something really important. Continue, Dan. Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> 
it's going to be one of those podcasts. Oh so, um, essentially, the you idea... You when you asked me on here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's not make out this is news to anyone. <laughs> I'm losing the will to live a little bit here. Uh, Dan, continue my precious little bean. Oh. Um, yeah, so essentially, everybody with impairments has different requirements to help them perform to their best at work. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it be ramps for wheelchairs, whether it be different keyboards, whether it be having a PA, everybody's got different requirements. Rest breaks. Or yeah, rest breaks. Working remotely, you all know. All those kind of wonderful, reasonable adjustments. Um, and the idea is of the passport scheme is that we fill out this passport once and then we take it to wherever we go rather than having to explain ourselves for three hours every time we and go And it is a working new. document, so if your needs change, you can add to that. Mm. And yeah. It's, yeah. So, I mean, it, the premise is fine. And, uh, you know, it's great because, like you said, you don't have to constantly repeat yourself. And it's so frustrating, you know, having to go to a GP and, you know, say what your condition is. Although I quite like it because most of them just pretend they know what I'm talking about, but they don't. They don't know what's um, going to be, So yeah. that's great. I do worry, though, um, a lot of people don't necessarily want to disclose their their disability. No. Um, out of, purely out of fear of discrimination. Mm. Um, so I think the passport is, you know, a nifty little initiative, but we need to really start off of combating bias and prejudice Indeed. within the workplace, more so... You know, unconscious or otherwise. Yeah, unconscious. Yeah, exactly, exactly. What did you yeah. think of the passport? I I I like it. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good idea. I have a lot of other issues with it, mm-hmm. um, much like you two as well. And um, the, the idea is to make the workplace kind of accessible for people with disabilities. Mm-hmm. My first question is, why isn't it already? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if you make somewhere accessible for disabled people, you make it accessible for everyone. Ah, oh, social model at its finest. <laughs> it's, well, it's, it's not like you're going to put in a ramp and then someone with them is going to walk up to you and be like, oh, bollocks, I can't use that. No. Yeah. Kind of, that, that's not, that isn't how, how it works. And it's all in kind of the execution and how do we combat, as you say, that unconscious bias. Mm. Because you're not legally obligated to declare your disability. No. On the, um, and nor should you. Forms. Nor should you. But uh, we, we used to have really good um kind of things in place like with the old two tick system mm. um if you met the minimum criteria for the Have, person yeah. spec you were guaranteed an interview if you were disabled under the two tick system and the two tick system was gone and been replaced with disability confidence mm. and i think disability confidence when you draw down into it outlines the massive gap between confidence and competence yeah and I want a, a landscape, particularly in, in the media where we are, that's disability competent. And look mm. how confident you you are. Mm. Kind of Joey Essex is confident. Kind of Caroline Flack <laughs> is confident. <laughs> Though competence is a completely different thing. Mm. Yeah. And if she wants to tweet me from prison, she can go <laughs> right ahead. Um, so, yeah, I, I like it as an idea. But how it's executed and, and put in... Did you not think, though, so this is a whole day of, of different people talking from different um, um, uh, broadcasting institutions. I felt it was very repetitive um, in the sense that once one person talked about the passport, that should have been it. Okay, we mm. got that, but they all 
it was like, okay, well, right, you're just saying what they just said. Yeah, it was, um, yeah. It was, it was like an echo. It was an echo, and like, that was disappointing. Um, I and mean, I, I actually got a message from a girl with a learning disability, and she I need to message her back. If you're listening, I'm sorry. I need to tweet you back. But she sent me a lovely message on Twitter. I hate you. I don't, I don't. <laughs> um, I'm just really, really forgetful. Um, but she said that um, my talk was the most comprehensive to understand for her. Yeah. I didn't use too much technical jargon no that's just because i'm a bit you know like i just can't, I can't <laughs> be bothered you know what i mean um but but that even that like i thought yeah that's true mm. that's true even the way they delivered uh, a lot of a lot of what they were saying uh even i was even looking at the powerpoints the powerpoints i yes. tried to make mine as big as font as possible and yeah, yeah, do yeah. it on a black screen instead of a white screen white on black is you always know better, you know yeah. as, as a perfect person okay. white on black is always yeah yeah mm. Always better. Yeah. And it's um, always doing like kind of Times New Roman, which is an awful plan. I do com- Cosmic like Sands, it. I try to do. That's apparently supposed to be <coughs> nicer. But you know, just little, I, I, just I little loathe, things. I loathe Cosmic Sands. Oh no, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Is, that, not, is, is, that, is that because you, it's, it's no, harder to see or is it you just don't like no, it? No, no, no. There, there is, when I used to work at the, the BBC, my first job was um, in diversity with the editorial execs. So dealing with kind of on screen portrayal and getting disabled talent mm-hmm. and putting it together databases and there was one agent um who you know who used to send all her emails she doesn't do it anymore they don't do it anymore in our <laughs> comic sans on a grey background oh, oh wow really? that, yeah, that's yeah, about yeah. as accessible as wow. it yeah wow. but it just also looks super juvenile yeah, yeah it does it and does how, maybe that's how... why i like it <laughs> <laughs> Then why did you leave? Then why did you leave them? Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't make me feel guilty. It looked pretty. Um, you did. That's why I choose most things. It was pretty. Um, but Just yeah. like you, Adam. I was going to say, that's why me and Dan are here. Yeah. <laughs> I know. We have been chosen because we are pretty. I know. Uh, but yeah, I was a little bit underwhelmed. Is that the, is that the right term? Yeah. yeah. I felt like it was the same old stick again mm. um i there was someone asked me a question going um you know surely it's common sense i'm like if you, do you genuinely believe that people have common sense mm. if people genuinely had common sense we'd live in a damn better world mm. you know well, like that was 10 years ago yeah exactly yes um, it's how far behind we are indeed yeah. where we um, are now with disability is where we are with um bame or bame or, or whatever the hell i have to call it now yeah um 10 years ago mm. Yeah, I mean, completely. you know, because I'm hardcore or a glutton for punishment, whichever way you look at it, I actually watched the stream session from Manchester in the morning as well. So oh, I, did you? I was there How was that? all day. Um, it was pretty good. Yeah? Um, <clears throat> I'd say it had more variation than the um, session in the afternoon. Yeah. So, for example, some of the guys from the BBC were talking about the new offices in Cardiff and how they've... Oh made them um, accessible for people on the autism spectrum with lighting and room shapes and different types of maps and all kinds of accessible mm-hmm. goodness. And I'm like, that's worth sharing. Yeah. Um, and then there was um, a chat from our colleagues at, at Dank basically telling people to do it and stop fecking about. Um, Probably love Dank. Yes, Dank is a phenomenal force for good. Can we, can we explain what Dank is for our yes, listeners? Yes, we can. Thank you for prodding me to do that. Dank stands for the Disabled... Uh, D-A- 
Come on, Dad. EAMC. Yes. Disabled Artist Networking Community. There we Thank go. you. There we go. Had to engage the, the anagram or whatever. It's not an anagram. What's it called? See, my brain's completely I don't fried. know. It's, 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 it's nearly Christmas. Let's yeah, just... exactly. But yes, it stands for the Disabled Artist Networking Community. I've got a story here as well. <laughs> and, and then I'll tell you, because this happened the same day as that thing that we've, we've been talking oh, about. And we, we all love a good Adam Pearson story. Um, so yeah, the Disabled Artist Networking Community, which is basically run by the amazing Triple C, which is headed up by... Shirley Houston of Coronation Street fame and Melissa Johns also of Coronation Street fame. And they basically get a bunch of arts people from the business side of stuff, whatever art form that may be. It's not necessarily acting or whatever. You could be an artist, you could be a writer, you could be whatever. Um, in a room with a bunch full of disa- <laughs> disabled people which all have the skills to be writers, actors, performers, artists, whatever. And make us all have conversations, quite frankly. That's it in a nutshell. And they also make pretty good Christmas ads. I've <laughs> not seen that yet. So go on, go on, Adam. Regards to Melissa, because this story is about um, Melissa. Yes. Um, she was on the BBC Info Twitter feed. Yes. And they were going on about how important they say what that design inclusivity is. Mm. And they had this video, and it was like, here we see inclusivity is at the heart of what we do and everything we do. Here is to say, well, that's just Melissa Jones. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> And they got her name wrong. Oh, no. Yeah, they did. Her name is Melissa Johns, not Melissa Jones. Oh, no. And then Melissa retweets it going, I don't know who this Melissa Jones is, but she sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, no, the Dank Christmas ad, so they're at Dank underscore Mank, as in M-A-N-C on Twitter. Manchester. Indeed. Um, and you can watch their Christmas ad. It is it is a wondrous thing. I'd argue that mine's a little bit more glamorous, but I haven't. Oh, yours is a bit glamorous. Have you seen it yet? You showed it me. Did I show it to you? I yeah. I can't remember who I've shown and who I've not. That's quite worrying that you uh, <laughs> don't remember. Indeed. But anyway, are we not sung yet? Should we sing a Christmas song? What Christmas song are I we going to sing? I didn't really. I, I need to warm are up the gonna, vocal cords. Hang on. Ah, what, <laughs> what, what are we gonna sing, love? Ding dong, merrily on high. I don't, do and I don't I, know the I words. I really don't know the words too many. I know like maybe the first verse of most songs, <laughs> and that's it. And I want basically like the, basically like the whole of England when it comes to the national anthem. Everybody knows yeah, a couple of yeah, lines. Yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm like. <laughs> I'm, that's what I'm like. The whole thing, like. Do you? Yeah. You need to get out more, queen. Long live our noble queen. God save the queen. You... Send her victorious. Happy and glorious. Oh. We, look, 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 we're running out of time, Adam. Come on now. Um, oh, do you know what? It has been lovely. I'm so glad I got to meet, well, meet, meet up with you all Indeed. before Christmas. And I'm glad we got to uh, squeeze one more in um, before the new year. And I, on a personal note, it's been fantastic um, starting up Life Downloaded with the lovely Dan Edge, my Indeed. husband. Year and one. I really hope that um, you listeners have enjoyed our trials and tribulations it has been a very much a learning curve for both of us we we're not saying we get it right all the time but the one thing we can say is we are 100 percent authentic we are true to what we say we we don't filter anything and um i i i hope that is a positive thing because in a world where you know fake news and social media tells us a load of a lot of baloney um, it's nice to get something that's quite raw and um, it's been quite cathartic for myself to be mm-hmm. able to just say what I 
really wanted to say because it doesn't happen that often in in our industry does it we've got to no. be a little bit tight-lipped um and so and yeah and grateful For um small you know um because you know if you piss people off in the industry they might not book you again and i got a I've got an expensive lifestyle, so... Um, you you then, should see her Christmas decorations. I know. Um, Even her cat, Lola, has a Christmas stocking. I yeah, am staring at it yeah, right now. she does. She's got more than that. I'm going to buy her a sofa in the new year. Um, <laughs> so, a little pink one. Um, on that, So, on that note, I would like to say a massive, massive Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to not only my pod husband, Dan, but oh. to the lovely Adam for coming here and also to all our fantastic and loyal listeners and Indeed. all our new listeners. So Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. We will see you bright bright and bushy-tailed in the new year. In 2020, um, if everybody. I don't, if I don't drink myself to death over Christmas, that <laughs> is. Um, but yes, uh, so a massive thank you, Dan. Have you got any final little words? I'm not going to give Adam final words. He'll say something really rude. Um, Dan? Just, you know, thank you guys for listening because if you weren't listening, we wouldn't be making the podcast. It's as simple as that. And you keep coming back and wanting to listen more. So we keep making it. Um, I've stopped looking at the figures just because we quite enjoy it too. Um, so, yeah, just thanks for listening. Keep listening in 2020. Um t- as for Christmas songs, White Christmas hasn't got a lot of words. Do you know the words to White uh, Christmas? No. No. Shall I sing White Christmas? Last then? Christmas, <laughs> I gave you my heart, but the, the very next day, you gave it away. Stop! Oh my God! What's <laughs> <laughs> just happened? Right, I've totally got to cut us off now. We you, love you. Merry be, Christmas. But before you cut us <gasps> oh, off, no. I apologise anybody that until listening to this podcast has survived Whamageddon we've just ruined it for everybody what do you mean I don't understand no, no, it has to be the Wham version oh okay uh, okay it's alright then if it's, it's the Wham right. version that we're about to play uh, oh okay okay, <laughs> okay we're okay. saved totally went over my head okay <laughs> right fuck this will be the final but Merry Christmas Merry Christmas <laughs> I'm Dan Edge that's Sam Rink Thank you for coming, Adam Pearson. You're welcome. And we will see you all in 2020. 2020. Have a good Christmas, everybody. Enjoy.